0: BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. We're still gathering just virtually, and we're still connecting safely. Traditions keep us close even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus. It's simple.
2: Yo 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 yo! Welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high, and I'm with my tag team partner CT, AKA Chitty Bang. What's happening? What's your CT?
3: It's it's uh it's been a emotionally draining me.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Just
3: to be to say oh my, at least, and, my you know, gosh, bro. All the press <laughs> that, you know, like, we um we are the underground of a fresh wrestling podcast, but uh. The world at large has been very, very heavy to deal with for the past couple of weeks, or past week,
2: I should say. Yo, just the like, the past week, like you know, like I, I try not to watch, I try not to watch those, uh, you know, the killings anymore. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I try not to even like retweet them and stuff like that. You know, um, I at least try to retweet the articles or whatever the case yeah. may be, but. When the video of the Jacob Blake stuff um, came about, and you know, um, uh, and then you know the Milwaukee, you know, basketball, basketball and wrestling has been like our kind of outs, kind of, you know what I mean. Like even though we're still, we still deal with what we deal with, like we know we can, you know, basketball was coming out at one thirty in the afternoon, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's, and then you got your regular, you know, your your regular dose of wrestling, like. Wrestling basketball kind of has been, you know, um, our safe havens almost, and then, you know, escapes, ba- you know,
3: during this time, yeah, and then yeah. ba-
2: basketball basketball kind of, you know, takes 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 their stance on on what happened with the Jacob Blake situation, and and actually was actually it was relatively positive when you think about it for the simple fact that um, they actually got legislation changed and pushed okay. and. And, and, and talk to the Attorney uh, attorney um, General and Lieutenant Governor of, of Wisconsin. Um, and Wisconsin is a very blue state. Um, you know, they were in the runnings for having the DNC convention, uh, you know, in, in, in their state. You know, but they still couldn't get the conviction. They still couldn't get legislation passed. So um, that was, you know, the, the roller coaster of that and, and seeing our, our players use their platforms and, you know,
3: the I would fu- say I would say this like this past week, uh, just for the culture.
2: It, it's been, it's been hard. Oh know, man, and, and, that...
3: When you saw with the Jacob Blake stuff, um, I'm as push. Everything's not happening in vain, and that's what I want to get to with the with the Bucks pulling out. It's not, ha- you know, I and, and pray for Jacob Blake and his family. There's a lot of people. I, what I feel bad about is that there, there were a lot of families ruined this week, uh, uh but what I want to keep an eye on is that there will be progress made. Um, Jacob Blake, man, my heart goes out to you. Uh, it's just, it was tragic, you know, but people are taking notice, and the buck's taking that action. The buck's taking that action is to get actual legislation or get I talk to the attorney general is huge progress. And, and when we can use our power and our agency to affect real change, and say, hey, we don't want this to happen anymore. That's what I talk about with progress in this in this country, or as a human being. We talk a lot about growth me and you on this podcast, talking about being growth and you know the growth of this podcast, growth with us as human individuals by ourselves. But there's a growth going on at large as far as the culture is going on in a, in this country and in the world. And I want people to pay attention to that because it does matter. You know, all of that stuff matters mm-hmm. to. And there's a lot of sacrifice for us to be where we're at. So we're, we're standing on the shoulders of people who fought these battles a long time ago. But I'm proud to see that people are using this time. And it's not like, remember, how, me and you had this debate all the time. Like, how many times we're going to, you know, you know march and protest, you know? How many times we're going to talk about it when it happens? I said every single time. And the reason why is because that's the only way things change. So with Jacob Blake happening and then on that, that trickled down to the, the, you know, the Kenosha shooting, which... That whole situation is fucked. Um,
2: it's, it's heavy, you know? And then to, to, to cap it all and off... Ca- cap it all off, bro. Like, you weekend. talk about the culture. Like, you talk about the importance of the culture. We talk about, on this very podcast, how, rep- how representation matters, bro. And... It was just two two years ago, right? Two years ago? We all
3: went to go see Black Panther. Bro, two. A little
2: bit maybe, over that. Bro, about maybe two and a half. I like, think yeah, like,
3: like two and a half months, maybe. Like, yeah. Bro, yeah.
2: it came out in February of
3: 2018.
2: Yeah. And th- when you talk about the culture and, and how that meant something to us and how that uplifted everybody, and, 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 you know, and,
3: and it was a cultural phenomenon. Global too. Globe, man. It, it, it was yeah, a, it cha- it's changing the lives of children and how they view their own power. It's, it's so powerful.
2: And, and, and we lost a legit hero. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people are hashtagging, you know, rest in peace Black Panther or whatever. It can, listen, I believe Black Panther will go on. I believe Black Panther will continue to live in the essence of what it is supposed to be. But Chadwick Bozeman was the person that we lost. Uh-huh.
3: Um,
2: and um, he was an absolute, true hero. Um, I, I I would dare say a pioneer. Uh, just for the... And this is not hyperbole. Bro, he talked about at one point in time where he turned down scripts and that turning down of scripts... Led him into the scripts that we know him to be in. Wrong,
3: yeah.
2: Right, so I mean, and and at that point when he's turning down scripts, that nigga literally was like, "I need legends. I need, I need nothing but legends. I yeah. need, I need, I need Jackie. I need Jackie. Jackie Robinson. I need, uh-huh. I need, I need, I need, I need Thurgood Marshall. I need, I need, goddamn James Brown. I need yeah. to be the first African American Marvel superstar in this MCU." I need to make a billion dollars for an all-black cast, all-black writers, all-black fashion design. You know, like or black or, or or mostly black. I would say I won't say all black, but you know how sporadic those things are for people to be in those spaces when it's not just tied to something that's just specifically black. And he uplifted a generation with one movie role. Yeah.
3: It, it, it was it was one thing that and the reason why we talk about Black Panther so much is because it broke boundaries, you know, and he was a guy to do it, you know, and like, like I don't think he went into it like, you know I'm going to make a billion dollars, but he knew that he was not going to sacrifice his own um, his own credibility in, in his art for, you know what they try to force you into you know, when, being typecast uh, and he, he paved his own path and and that's why we got to this epic moment of Black Panther that he um, that he kind of, you know, was a culmination of his career. And we got to thank him for that. And we got to thank him for his just creativity and, and dedication while being sick with colon cancer. And, and it, you know, it's unbelievable the strength that it must have taken to do all that. And um, we lost a, a good one, man. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss it. I'm yeah, it's, miss
2: it's, it. It, it was... Um...
3: I watched
2: all the movies, like, bro. It God. was it was it was it was it was heavy because, how, like you know, how many times, right? Like you know, you wake up to it or you actually live mob- like, bro, Nipsey, right? We was together with Nipsey passing. you wasn't a big Nipsey thing, but we put we put Nipsey into the tribute. Kobe, right? I was, uh-huh. with, you know, wifey put me on the coke, like, like, like uh, these are legit. Cultural phenomena, you know what I mean? Like you say. Yeah. Global phenomenons, bro. Like yeah, and
3: I was late to Nipsey, I'm gonna be honest. Like I know about a couple of tracks, but going back and listening to him, like just makes you appreciate the realness, you know, and, 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 and when we lose these real ones, we gotta honor it, you know? Kobe, you gotta honor it, you know. And when these things happen, we gotta speak about it because it is it is uh therapeutic to us who you know, we, we see ourselves in these people. We, we we live vicariously through them, and we honor their their character, and we got we got to shout it out. You know, it, it it was
2: it was it was heavy on the you know everything was heavy on the minds and um, transitioning into what that is to wrestling. You know, um, we kind of felt like outside of the social justice issues that that has been continuously plaguing society. COVID was the big thing. Excuse me. COVID was the reason why everything shut down. It's the reason why everything is still shutting down. It's the reason why the whole world was in a frenzy. Yeah. And we on the podcast was just like, man, is it smart? You know what I mean? Like should should any of this be going on, especially when you still got the social injustice and the racial inequality and yeah. the and the redlining and the and and the voter suppression. Like with everything going on, you got COVID sprinkled on top like fucking paprika and the motherfucking ingredients, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And we like, damn, should wrestling really be um doing this? You know, when when WrestleMania I was one of the big ones like, yo, shut it down. Let's go home. Yeah. You know what I mean. I am one of those people that will come back here and say, "I appreciate wrestling for pushing forward."
3: Yeah, and I feel like me and you both were in the camp of wrestling probably shouldn't be going on because when, especially when it starts, you know, the we, pandemic, we see how serious it is, and it still is serious, guys. If you don't know, it's still fucking. It's serious. still serious. Yeah, so um, we are on the side of you know minimize the. Chances of transmuting this thing to people. Yes, there are people who have gotten it, survived, and came back to wrestling to WWE. Uh, but does that make it okay if we don't? If this can kill, you know, a few people? Hell nah,
2: you no, know? nigga. You know? I know, I know, I know. Right now, WWE is telling Kayla stay the fuck away from Roman. I can tell you that. <laughs> I can tell you that right now, nigga. Stay your sick ass away from Roman, nigga. Okay, nigga. Yeah, so yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> But if they're COVID tested and they're doing pro and that's what I was saying in the beginning too, is like with the C D C guidelines. Some people don't even trust the CDC now. Information is just there's no such thing as information anymore. But I feel I like, hey, if there's guidelines in place for a pandemic to operate business, then push ahead. But if you're not following those guidelines, you should have been shut down. So when we got that first outbreak with WWE, I was like, Yo, just shut that shit down. You know, if you're not doing it right, then don't do it at all. You know, people are going to get harmed. But um hopefully they're, you know, doing their testing now and and they found a method and a system where they can provide wrestling and, and at this point, I'm also at the same time as I criticized the, the decision before, I see I'm also proud of them for moving on to some degree. I'm also impressed by what they've been able to accomplish during this time. So so it's like I feel both ways as far as this thing. And I'm also a wrestling fan. And not even just
2: WWE. Like, look at the extension to the indies right now, right? Because we all said when WWE shut down WrestleMania or when the state forced down WrestleMania, it forced a lot of those independents to kind of fold, crumble. It kind of, it like all like a lot of those businesses wasn't trying to get back deposits. Like it was a lot going on, um, uh-huh. and for some of those independents to stay strong, stay firm, have a good foundation and a structure, right, and and, and be visionaries, right. Um, not only WWE were 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 uh, visionaries in this in this in this pandemic, right. We see wrestling shows outside with you know uh, you know six feet apart sectioning for fans yeah. to see, you know what I mean? Like it's what, what, what,
3: what bro, she did that. I saw that image on
2: Twitter, but I forgot. Oh, man, bro. I, I can't even remember, you know, because I'm not gonna lie. I've been trying they to, trying to not, but
3: I've yeah, been trying to do my
2: like, best yeah. to follow, like, GCW and, um, IPT, IPT, um, damn. I gotta look up on, no, forgive me. But I've been trying to do my best, um, uh, PAW, uh, PAW, uh, uh DC, <laughs> Uh, you know, with the Pan African wrestling, yeah. uh, they've been they've been doing some really good stuff. Um, but like you say, it's difficult because we we talk about wrestling fans and we talk about their entitlement, and those people seem to be towards the other side. Or we talk about society issues where they mm-hmm. get mad about wearing masks and stand six feet. apart and social like, but to see wrestling kind of find its way wrestling fans wanting it to happen and making it a way for it to happen and, and seeing it progress, um, it, it's, it's been great because you're still are able to see some of your favorite guys, your favorite, like, New Japan's rocking, AEW's bringing fans back, WWE mm-hmm. does the virtual shit. Like, everybody got their own thing to include mm-hmm. their fans, and I think that's pretty fucking dope.
3: It's real fucking dope, man. Like I say it all the time, there's a lot of wrestling. If you like wrestling, it's a, it's it's been as of like a couple of years ago. it was like a renaissance, boom! Wrestling was back, you know. And we've been and we're still in the midst of it now. If you just, if we are just conditioned to all this being like, you know available. It's like a buffet, like of wrestling. It's like harder to keep track of. I haven't watched New Japan in like oh, a couple of months, and I really do feel left out because I do actually I'm intrigued to see what happens with, with them. But there's just so much wrestling and so little time, you know. So. It's, i appreciate it all going on though it's it's, it's pretty cool cuz we as wrestling fans we're so dedicated that we are the thing that feeds this whole thing this exactly. whole community this whole engine if there isn't these conversations and arguments on twitter then we don't get this this industry bro
2: it's it's three functions to business three you have an owner you have your employees and you have your customers that's, 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 that's the essential. You know what I mean? Like we are going, we're the only reason why owners have profit. Do you, do you like, listen, Jeff Bezos, I, I got to put, I put this in our Google drive off topic. People, me and CT, we don't just do wrestling. This is my brother. This is my nigga. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I want to put into our Google drive, Jeff Bezos doubled what he made last year at this time last year during a pandemic he made 5.6 billion dollars right how the fuck
3: exactly it's the circumstances
2: it's the it's the customers nigga yeah, all we got yeah. all we got is fucking time to search select order then they get like it. That's
3: mm-hmm. all. That's all we that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah, we got we, everybody got Amazon now uh, and if they didn't before they definitely do, do now, you know, and, and it, it's it's you know, and, and, and that goes to show you that There's a there is an abundance out there if you will if you will just put together uh, an industry for it and Make a market for it, but with the rest whereas it pertains to wrestling that doesn't happen without a bunch of people going to your product and saying, I'm tuned in and invested, and I care about this enough to, to use my time for it and purchase purchase whatever it is, whether it's buying a ticket, whether it's just making comments on Twitter. That's you. They're purchasing your time. When you're sitting there talking about wrestling on Twitter, that's you putting an investment into it. Regardless of what the fuck you're saying, you're investing in this machine is wrestling bubble culture that we that we all lo- lo- like you know love and hate sometimes love hate relationship you know but uh it's wrestling you know and, and that's what i really like at the end of the day that's why we always say subjective and everything yeah i'm really i'm really want to push that with the people that we speak to about wrestling is that we understand that this is part of the fun of it is to, it's to
2: debate it talk about it so it's, the, like, it's, the, it's one of the it's, it's the reason why we started the pod right like yeah. it's, it's like we legit watch wrestling like we we moved in as roommate I moved in with you as a roommate you know what I mean for those who don't know the story you know what I mean quick little synopsis um, moved down to Florida CT was already here uh, was going to Full sale, CT was around literally down the street from Full Sale, uh-huh. needed a fucking roommate Boom, there it was. You know what I mean? Moved in. Uh, you know, my thing is I watch wrestling. He watched wrestling. That was just an instant connection. That was damn near three years ago. You know what I mean? So with that being said, it all started from the brown couch that y'all see in the uh, previous videos when we together. Of us yeah. just talking wrestling. Subjectively. Um, idea, uh, different ideas, different opinions, different mm-hmm. writing methods, different production aspects. Um, that's just how wrestling goes. You know what I mean? That's like, how we
3: think. You know, because we can you know, and it's and if you've been watching along, that's part of your DNA as well. You know, um, and with it being said, like you know, we're saying the COVID nineteen should, should that have gone on, but we're getting we're getting tonight a show. You know, where it's like. We're actually pretty excited. Pretty excited you know, about also, this show. He like, said, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're pretty excited about this show. Even
2: though it's a week after SummerSlam, it's like, yo. Bruh, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything's say, like, running to like mind fuck sometimes. It's so much, like we just said, it's so much wrestling. Nigga, within the umbrella that we follow is so much wrestling. Like, yeah. we had SummerSlam Sunday. We had Raw Monday. NXT Wednesday. SmackDown Friday. And we got a fucking pay-per-view tonight. That's five days out of seven.
3: That's a lot.
2: Not no, to mention you got your... The bruh, not to mention your Impact, your fucking... Um, your AEWs. New Japan comes on at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning around this time, <laughs> nigga. It's like, just so much. It, right it's it's like, insane. It's <laughs>
3: insane. But, uh, yeah, we're... I, I, I mean... I think that, and I think that we're having these conversations, long as everybody comes with the perspective that, hey, you know, it's it's your opinion, and we, we both love this thing called wrestling, that it's also always a good conversation. Um, I love the fact that we're getting Roman Reigns as aligned with Paul Heyman, for instance. Yeah, like you know, you yo, can let's kill it all they want, but we've we we've, we've wanted this.
2: Listen, I don't even know the show, nigga. Because we got, I think, what is this, 112? Oh, nigga, we should, you already know. <laughs> what is this Everything? I got to go back You're and count, man. nigga. I got to, it's, yeah. either, it's either 112 or 113. I hope it's 112, <laughs> it nigga. It
3: is 112.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what episode we talked about it, but I I said Paul, and uh, well, not, not necessarily Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. But we've we've spoken about Roman Reigns needs needs a switch. He needs a he needs a switch. You know what I mean? Like he he needs that because he's been something for too long. And yeah. if anybody's seen our, uh, you know, we didn't have that many views, so fuck y'all. But if anybody paid attention to our our SummerSlam post game show that we had, uh-huh. we popped. Like a motherfucker, you know what I mean. Like, and and we yeah. gave our analysis, and a lot of talk has been is Roman heel was Roman heel. A line Paul Heyman kind of answers that question, yeah. man. <laughs> I didn't
3: think it was until that happened, so when I saw that, I was like, okay, they're going, they're going all out. I I'm locked in. I'm tuning into SmackDown just to see what Roman does, and I, I have to be honest, you know, I wouldn't Roman T because you know. Gotta support the change. I think even his teeth, yo, it makes him heal. Like, it's like, it's, that's, that's a heal thing to do. Like, you look... Uh, like, You, you
2: look know, too like, perfect, nigga. You're like, too you perfect, know? nigga. Like, you, you got know? the hair. You, you got, got the muscles. Like you got the fucking <laughs> tattoos. You got the teeth. Nah, nigga. Yeah, no, 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 you're too really. perfect, nigga.
3: I put, but I fuck but I with it, man. A lot of with Paul Heyman is perfect. So, um... You're yeah, going for it. I'm
2: excited to see how this match going to turn out. Are you talking about, you know, a horse fight? Oh, Man. my God. Listen, all I care about tonight, and this is a stat card, right? If we're ranking stuff, I am. A, we said literally before SummerSlam, before we knew Roman Reigns was coming back, <laughs> we said Braun Strowman has only been relevant when he's with Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. And guess what? he's having a menage a 12 both of those motherfuckers he no, bought it, that it, nigga about more relevant than a motherfucker right now nigga yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because because I mean. just by association I, and and it's good for him man it's good I think that you know I think I think Braun I'm not gonna say he wasn't ready for it I think that the time top- we get it staying home ain't it especially around the holidays but this year Staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big. Plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. We get it. Staying home ain't it. Especially around the holidays. But this year... Staying home means saving lives. So we're changing it up by gathering less and planning small. Our people are counting on us to make the right choice. Think big, plan small. Let's stop the spread, Columbus. Times also played a part in his reign, but I think he did have a great run during this pandemic era of. Sh- tapping into his character side. And we we didn't see yes. Ron do that
2: before. Yes, yes. Not as
3: much as much. It's yes. as big meaty you know beast that you know just wrecks shot. Now he has a character to go off of to build towards the future.
2: I think the only prob the only 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 thing that I would have an objection to is that the time that he wasn't with the fiend he was with Miz and Morrison, and I do feel like that was beneath him. And okay. I, and 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 not okay. not. So when you're talking about character. Development. I can hear you, right? The promos, the TV time, the the production aspect, right? Because Braun is a movie star now. Like, we, like, we, now, I'm a business guy, like, right? You see this guy, like, Braun is about to be gone in a little bit, just like Roman's about to be gone in a little bit, right? Like, these niggas just don't stay around when you're that guy, you know? So I think this was a time for Braun to tap into that actor portion, but because he did that, he did that with Miz and Morrison, which didn't come off yeah. well. It was lukewarm. The,
3: warm, whole the stuff
2: warm with Bray is the most important stuff to me because that was character development that I see on screen and character development that I can see off the market. If that makes any sense, right? Like if if I see Braun, let's just say this isn't Kane, right? And those whole and no whole bars, right? We know who Kane was as the character and everything like that. And when we saw the movie, he was like, oh, that's Kane all the way. But that wasn't necessarily a good spot for Kane to be in. Yeah. If there's a movie, if there's a WWE film of a monster in the woods or somebody fucking hunting somebody or, or, or be Nigga, that's Braun yeah. all yeah. the fucking yeah. way. You he, know what I mean? A, like, he, so...
3: He fits a role, and he's like, he has a look, you know? He has a look, and he's a presence. He's even him. a bodyguard.
2: He's, he's a bodyguard up, or some shit do, like
3: that, yeah, too. Yeah, like Braun Strowman. You know, it's just an aura about him, you know? This character development portion of his career, it, it means something to me, at least, as a, as a fan of yeah. what he's done this entire time, this brace up. So him not having the title right now, I'm not too mad about. I think that he might have another run in the future that is, you know, bigger than this, this run. Sometimes your second run is the one that really is like, oh, you made a statement on who you were. And I think that's what Braun is going through. You know right what What Matt Bray is going through right now, where he's really tapped in where it's been his he's the man.
2: You know you, you know what will make me excited? The, the draft, the shakeup, whatever it's gonna be called. Okay. Drew and Braun. That's it. That's okay. money. That's money for me.
3: Yeah. That's money. That's that's,
2: that's that's money for me right there.
3: Who's here? Braun? Braun. Braun,
2: Bron, yeah. Bron, Bron, and that just goes to the character development of Bray because no one has broken character since being involved with The Fiend, right? Uh, Seth, Daniel, uh, uh, who else ran into? Right, right now we yes. see Braun, um, Alexa, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. er, 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 uh, um, you know... Um, even a legend, shit. We ain't seen Mick Foley, Jerry Lawler, like no. nobody in them yeah, like you know what I mean? Like
3: No, bro. You know, he had a lot of people he linked up with. You know, the Miz went crazy, uh, Dan Bryan switched up. Uh you said um Alexa now it seems like she's and, switching up. And I think that it's that's the kind of storytelling I like to see. It's like that is long term storytelling. Bray's whole character of what everybody, you know, he does whatever he does to people like it may change is an intriguing Character that makes that different than any other person on
2: the roster. Yo, what if this is what's happening to Roman, right? Because everybody compared Roman to Cena. Why isn't he here? Why haven't he turned here? Yada 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 yada. What if Bron- what if Roman? Like, listen, I never lost my title. These two schmucks has been yucking it up over here on SmackDown. For me to insert myself, I know niggas are already gonna boo me. I know niggas already gonna jeer me, so let me just go ahead and just pack it on up, pack it on. I know this nigga gonna change, me. let me change myself, type shit. Like that would be Uh, fucking dope, my man. Yeah, and
3: that's and and, and that's that's how you thread it, you know. And it it keeps him being uh, the big dog, you know, Uh, as 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 they as he, you know, they they frame him as. But it's a good time for me. I'm excited for the main event, like you know, coming coming up tonight. Uh, yo, so. yo,
2: yo, let's just, you know what, I am I know we had a structure to the show, but since we're here, let's go through the card, and we can thread through the week of the show to how it matters, because okay. we're pretty much doing back-to-back review shows, yeah, I mean, yeah, pre- exactly. preview shows, I'm sorry, you know what I mean, yeah. so the week of wrestling wasn't allowed for us to sit on everything, or anything, no, no. it yeah, was just sure. a... Uh, a jump cut, pretty much. It was, to fucking exactly. back <laughs> yeah, it
3: was like a fast forward a fucking vortex. And it's like, oh, okay, it's like a month of storytelling in a week. Like, that's what we're used to,
2: you know what I mean? Dang it. But, hey. Brad Keith Lee, okay, so boom, right? So let's go into it, right? You're excited about the, the triple threat. I think that's the main event. I'm super excited about it. The the B, car, the B side to the card to me is Keith Ren, right? Okay. So we got to talk about Keith. Coming up on Raw, we we said if Keith came up, everything would be okay. To me, everything okay.
3: Everything okay. I'm really impressed. They just immediately put him around the yard. They know where he's at. I think they know the talent they got. And I feel like, I'm not, and I don't care who, it doesn't matter if he loses either. I just like to see, I just want to see how this match turns out. Listen,
2: I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be a no finish. It's going to be a okay. no contest, no DQ, count out something. Niggas going to be, be prepared. Be prepared. But what I'm uh-huh. telling you is if Drew gets punted in his head three times <laughs> and he's out, quote, unquote, with kayfabe skull fracture, that means Drew got obligations somewhere else, which okay. means that title is not going to be something that's going to be on TV, which means that storyline is not something that's going to be prolonged. Which means, I'm sorry, that storyline is going to be prolonged, so you put a pin in it. And the only place to replace him with is Keith. So I think Keith and Randy going forward is something that can hold me over, and I'll be fine with it. Do
3: you think it'll be Keith and Randy for the title, or do you feel like they can go right back, right right into that? I think it'll be a
2: triple threat. I think some some form or fashion down the line is going to be Drew, Randy, and Keith. I think that's my prediction. Okay. So I'm not even even with this match coming forward. I'm not expecting. Okay, like you say, if Keith loses, you'll be fine. I'm not even expecting Keith to lose.
3: I got you. You know, I heard he's going to be a no fit. This no is a no finish. Finish. <laughs> This is a perfect card that you would pick. That you know, but I feel like I also feel like if he does, people don't overreact because it's Keith is wrestling grandeur and a uh, payback. Like let's accept it. He's fight, He's facing the legend. It's, it's a moment for him to, to to shine. I think either way. Either way, uh, but yeah, moving forward. I so you do want to review the show, a prediction, or do you want to just? I mean, fuck it. Around, we can you know? we can
2: we can do both. We can do as as we talk. Fuck it. You know, it's our pay. it's 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 our show. You know yeah, what I mean, it's a, it's our show, nigga. We talk about how we talk about it when we talk about it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, but realistically though. Yeah. How to um, Keith Lee being brought up to Raw, being implemented with Randy Orton. Honestly, there's really nothing to say because it's again, it's only been a week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we have to actually literally watch this match to kind of see what the, you know, kind of see where we're going. But let me let me hear your prediction of what you think will happen uh, with it, or where do you think it will go with it? I gave you my ideas. Tell me what you got.
3: Honestly, I think the best outcome. It's a Keith League victory. But that's his Woo! I think that's the best outcome. But I think that would be that'll be a shocker. Oh, it's please It, it, give it gives Corey. him a, a big win in his debut. You know, so if we can get that victory, and then if we can get that triple threat, it's like, hey, you 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 lost to Drew. I now beat you. You're not let next to the line. Hey, I might be next to the line. And that's they set up that triple threat. Because he lost with a roll up. But they had, but they still got unfinished business, you know, uh Drew and uh Randy Orton. You're saying you don't want to see Randy Orton and Drew anymore, so they input Keith Lee, and that's something of intrigue if they're going to keep if that's that's something you want to put forward. Now, as for but I don't know when this draft is happening. If this is happening in October, then all right, they got time to I guess one more one more pay per view for to book that in the meantime.
2: All right, so you got I got a no contest and you got a key now let me let me Put this on wax. Is Keith Lee beating Randall Keith Orton tonight? What's your prediction? Oh, so
3: you just want me to go up. Okay. Come on, what it what is it, man? What is All it? Right.
2: Make make the news. Let's see if we'll get on Bleacher Report.
3: Keith Lee. Alright. Keith Lee. My Keith nigga. Keith Lee. My Don't go nigga. Like that. Let's let's give him that big victory. Yeah, Keith Lee.
2: All right, so outside of those big news, right? Roman Reigns coming back at SummerSlam. We wait all week for, for SmackDown. We see this nigga end up being with fucking Paul Heyman, right? And then we get Keith Lee on Raw. Nigga, I mean, what, I mean throughout the week, what else? I mean, I know we got NXT, AEW, so I want to do one more thing. I know we're bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. We doing big news and what matters to us this week. NXT next week, next Tuesday, not Wednesday. Oh, yes. Tuesday, a four-way Iron Man hour-long fatal four-way for the NXT. What the. Is gone.
3: <laughs> I think they I think they got it. I think they got it, yo. I think they're back. I like it, you know. Like here's the thing. But NXT, they know our shit. Like they know how to get their fan base. <laughs> they just want to build carry across because he's you know, he got he, he's, he's he's good. And actually the match with Keith Lee, I wasn't building too bad. I, I like I love his finish. I love both of his finishes, the choke and the um, side um suplex. But uh, it's a shame he had to go out injured, honestly. I, and I, I'm curious to what they were going to do with him. But I but it was a shame that I had to go through an injury. And I think he's going to be stronger coming out of this. I think it's going to be something that when he comes back from it, he will have a well more. It will help him in the long run.
2: I think, listen, niggas who was tepid, I'm going to shout out to Phil. We're going to talk to that nigga. I mean, my nigga, not that nigga. We're going to talk to my nigga, Phil. On Monday, but I'ma use his word. Carrion Cross was tepid, right? And I'ma use Carrion Cross and Finn Balor probably the first time them two niggas ever been compared. I think both of them will experience what it is to lose your spot. Uh huh. I think when Carrion Cross get back, you gotta have to it? gonna have to. He's yeah. gonna have to. You gonna have to. He's going to have yeah. to because if they put the title on Finn, it's money. If they put the title on Tommaso, it's money.
3: Uh-huh.
2: I do think Adam Cole's out the picture. I think Adam Cole has gone. I'm not too sure about what they do with Johnny, but I do think that one of the two, you, I mean, Finn and Tommaso. Are you
3: done? Are you done ending Tommaso's career? Like you keep you keep for a year straight, you've been coming on this podcast saying Tommaso retired. Listen. <laughs> now you're all excited for Tommaso. i hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. I'm gonna keep it a buck, too. Cause I'm one of those niggas that told Tommaso to hang it up. But he put on Twitter how passionate he was, you know, how much shit you that Hold on, but I'ma tell <laughs> but I'ma tell you at the time. It didn't fit for him because I know. Listen, niggas want to kill this Adam Cole reign, that that year
3: long reign. You tell me who and when he was supposed to drop it. You know what I mean? Like, I no, think Keith Lee at, at TakeOver would have been the thing. Perfect timing because they both popped a, summer, a Survivor Series. What you mean? You what TakeOver? I mean, at, at WrestleMania TakeOver. I think that that's the right time. So they both popped their Survivor Series. Have moments. You build that angle. Who was Adam
2: Cole's WrestleMania? I mean that takeover Uh let me actually go look exactly. at Exactly. Well who we is Key Hold on, damn. That that's a good that's a good question. Um let me see. takeover over to, tour two takeover, NXT takeover. Um, um it was
3: supposed to be Tampa, but it ended up being here. The PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be um it was supposed to be Tampa. But, yeah. Was it double team? No, no. hold on. I'm about to check right now. Um, and and you're right, bro. Um, you're absolutely right. That that was that probably could have been the time.
3: That's that's the time. That's what I was saying. That was the time to do it. Uh, you know, and and then then slowly drift off the undisputed era, and then I would have had some infighting with the undisputed era. Have you know um what's his name, Dexter Loomis. Interfere in that infighting, making them go crazy, and turn on one up, turn on one another, and then that's yes, how you tell the undisputed era during this time, and then build it towards guess, Pat McAfee. I don't know, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. And oh, it I wasn't
2: mean, no takeover. There was no
3: takeover.
2: It was no, it was no takeover. Um, they had the last. The the last takeover that they had, it was um Portland. Portland set up for Mania. They missed Mania, and then the next takeover that they had was in your house, which was in June. Okay. Okay. So so, so he so happen. so it didn't even happen. So yeah, so so again, again, we probably not but again, but what I'm saying is outside of Adam Cole having it. You said he should have dropped that mania. Okay, mania was in March. He just dropped it. What in June, July, July? Uh-huh. So you're only talking about maybe two, three months. Outside of that, that year, right? Adam, like, who was built or who was able to take that mantle from him, right?
1: Okay.
2: And so what I what I say to that is. Back to the Tommaso thing. When Tommaso lost to Johnny, that should have been it. But Tommaso right now, when he says that I beat the odds and whatever the case may be, I never liked babyface Tommaso. That's why I was telling him to hang it up. If babyface Tommaso (laughs) was going to get put out, nigga, then that should be, he should be Adam Pearce. But if we yeah. get in fucking heel, psycho killer, you know, uh, cerebral assassin s, Tommaso yeah. Ciampa, nigga, I'm all for it, nigga. Come back. Come back, nigga. Come on, nigga. I'm here. Uh, I'm open, you got me. Me. nigga. So, You're yeah,
3: rocking with baby face, Tommaso. I got it. So these baby face is like, just retire. Please. Just go. Nigga. Get out of here. Get out of nah, here. I like, I like both. I think Tommaso could do both. But I'm definitely... Just, I definitely think his pocket is psycho killer mode. Like, when he's in that mode, you know, the whole... Crackling, clapping and just like you know he does that too when he big face but it's not quite as you know it's not it's impactful. a little, it's a little bit of like something else when he, when he's here it's not it's,
2: it's not it's not impactful at all it's not as yeah. you know what i mean so I, I would say honestly throughout the week those are my big 3 takeaways um uh from from the WWE umbrella um you know i i i'm not going to um you know I'm
3: also comes off like a... I'm going to say this real quick. He comes off like a... His vibe is kind of like a Stone Cold Steve Austin,
2: but with a tinge of derangement. I'm not even going to go there. I, I think literally I will put my, I put honestly Tomaso chamber as Triple H. Which, all right. I, I see him as the nigga that will run over Johnny Gargano with the car. Okay. Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, but like I said, those are my B three takeaways. Um, I think also I don't want to be ignorant and talk out of turn to talk out of school, but I think Evil who beat uh Naito for both championships lost back to Naito over the past weekend. So I do want to highlight that. Uh, Um, not too sure what's going on with New Japan, like we spoke earlier in the in the show. Um, but I do want to kind of see the thread of what's going on with Evil and Bullet Club and Naito and um also while we talking about Bullet Club shout out
3: what's
2: to the J- on top of top of it? That's what it is. Well, shout out to I was just about to say while we talking about Bullet Club shout out to Jay White for wearing uh, a Black Lives Matter or All Lives Don't Matter unless Black it. Lives Matter Got to
3: there. shout
2: out Jay White. I didn't kill killed I killed you he didn't he kill that bad. nigga <laughs> So many oh, times, nigga. Thank,
3: thank you. you. <laughs> well, appreciate it, yes. Uh,
2: but putting the title on Tama won't, you know, <coughs> listen, man, Tama without the beard, he's kind of, listen, I'm not going to say I'm a heel guy, but I'm a heel guy, all right? Uh-huh. I'm not really fucking with baby face killer Tama even though i do fuck with baby face killer tom it's just something about i'm just i'm just going to hold her down for the yeah, beard uh, you know what uh, i mean like yeah, i i just
3: yeah, uh, it's a beard thing it's a beard it's like, thing i uh, not yeah. part of the crew anymore yeah
2: <laughs> kick that he's yeah. exiled nigga i put it, i put it that nigga out like radio. <laughs> i feel you. um about well,
3: things that matter to us yo Shayna Baszler, nine Jack's tag team oh Guys, now, the okay. They, this creative, no. is creative. I got to hand it to them. This tag the, team, I'm, 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 I'm excited for
2: it. It's out so the cool. blue, right? And to me, sometimes it did feel a little bit nonsensical in a way. Because if Shayna and Nia were so hell-bent on fucking each other up, it ain't really too much that's going to stop me from fucking you up. Unless... Is fucking those bitches up. So I get the storytelling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. But I do know that women don't put aside beefs that quickly. I can tell you that. So I can, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I can, I can, yeah, I, can, yeah.
3: I, can I can, I, I can tell you. I think what it is is that they're, they're different. You know? They are, that's the whole thing. They're different than the other woman. They are domineering. They're forces that have that intimidation factor. And they respect that in one another. You know? They came, the two, two, two big dogs on the yard want to prove who's the biggest, you know? And then eventually through, you know, struggle and turmoil and fighting, you're like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of all right, you know? Like, you're fighting, you, you know? So that's where I, I, I see this tag team being formed. And it didn't dawn on me until I saw it that I was going to love it. And, I really and, like
2: and it. I'm, I'm not necessarily loving it as of yet. I do get the idea. I am intrigued to see what's going on. Because if they win the title, then I'm like, okay, what's going on? If yeah, actually, if,
3: I, I will give it to them.
2: If, if they're not going to win a title, then my tepidness, shout out to Phil again, will be kind of warranted as to like, okay, maybe this was just to move a story along with those two because we also need number one contendership, right? Like, um Asuka is champion who is on raw roster that's going to challenge her right um it looks like that Sasha is going to be for Bayley's title but then also uh Shayna and Nia want to get at Bayley you know what i mean like so at this point we got three yeah. challengers for Bayley and nobody for Asuka and Shayna no, and Nia think- on on raw you know what i mean so
3: like you know well, well, no no i think that Nia they, they're all in the mix to go after Oscar, we saw what they just did with Sasha and Bailey. They can do that with anybody. So I think that just because you're going toward the tag team titles doesn't mean you don't have singles aspirations. Uh, we've seen it with, with you know. Well, like, see that
2: then then that won't make sense for me because neither one of them were even even remotely thinking about the tag team title. Like if you're like Shana was actually in a match with Sasha Banks, right, to determine. Who will face Oscar, right? So,
3: all right, so you know what? Maybe this will turn out into them losing and then them ha- having it out again. Hopefully, yeah. Just, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and then they they're, 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 they split up again. But I honestly am curious to see what they can do as a unit going forward. Because I would like to see her, you know, Naya sl- slamming people and Shayna choking people out. I would just love to see that image of them just destroying the tagging division and holding the titles. I mean,
0: BetterHelp.com/slash/save. Got it. And
1: then you
0: have
3: Oscar, and uh, you know other people. You know get pulled pull up into the mix. Just, oh, there's a lot of women on the roster, so they can they can figure it
2: out. I think it's a lot of women on the roster, but what I don't understand and what I don't like is uh, throwing together tag teams, right? So if Naya and Shayna have a story of um, my the enemy of my enemy is my enemy, you feel me, like. If that's the story that they're telling, I don't mind that. But for them to just up, up, uproot themselves from single competition when they were literally at necks with each other in the underground, right? Coming yeah. through, busting through barricades and shit like that. Like they were fighting to be the top dog for a singles title. So I will want them not to be so focused on winning the tag team titles to where even if Nia's body slamming niggas and Shayna's choking niggas out as a tag team in this particular tag match, I don't need them to be together going long term because I do think Shayna and Nia essentially add something specifically to the, the, the individual women's division that's needed. I don't think Nia and Shayna need to be on the same roster because they add the same thing that's needed on both rosters. If that makes sense, okay. Nia's dominance on Raw or SmackDown is needed to k- 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 to uh 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 equate uh what Shayna's doing on the other roster.
3: Um, I, I I'm more intrigued seeing them being a tag team personally, even for a little bit of time. I think that would then then I mean, when they come out of that tag team, they'll both be stronger because of it. I think that there is a lot of other women on the roster that they can be creative and put into creative spots where we care about these matches. And there's a lot like, like Peyton Royce, Bianca Belair, uh, uh, Naomi. There are a lot of other people that can get that spot while these two are rocking with the tag team titles. Because we can put them up right now. They're, they could be next up. But giving them that tag team run will get will make them important until it's time, again, to make, give them that spot. Well, that's We're still-, still removed from... Shayna Baszler coming up from WrestleMania and losing. So she's still heating up again. I think Nia's coming back from, uh, you know, her time off. She's still heating up again. Keep him in the tag team division and, and put the tag team titles on him. And then having, you know, this inter- intermingling with Sasha and Bailey lead where it leads. And while pulling up some people like Bianca, Naomi, you know. Well, my thing girl, is, girl so, girl.
2: So, so my question to you now is, if so, let's just go into it, right? Let's go another prediction, right? Sasha and Bailey against Naomi and Shayna tonight. Who wins? Now, who would you want to win? Who wins?
3: Sasha and Bailey versus. Uh, like, uh, I want. Yeah, I want Shayna and and Nia to win. And I'm gonna go with that as my prediction, just because I I feel like that's the best decision. I could be wrong. No, no, no. I'm.
2: No, go I'm, I'm only. I mean, again, this is our podcast. This is what we do. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah.
3: asking you. The
2: reason why I'm asking you is because. If Sasha loses both titles, where does Sasha go, and what do you do with Sasha and Bailey? And then now, if Nia and and Shayna are tag champs, where do they go with those single aspirations as to who they're chasing?
3: So, when, okay, when it comes to the women's tag team titles, I believe the way they gotta use it right now is to have it on people. I think they they need they need to move it up, move it to people they're having the mix, kind of like they do with uh, Asuka and Kakari Zayn. I think eventually they'll get it to you know homegrown tag teams, but I think that they're the two with the most steam for me after Sasha and Bailey on the on the card. So I feel like give the titles to them too. They're the top four women right now on that roster, so this, you have you know you have them holding the titles. Then you have Sasha and Billy working with the Biancas, the Peyton Royces, the Billy K's Liv Morgan's Riot Squad them, and and bringing them along, you know. Um, what you know, they can they have to write something in obviously, but put them and put it, uh, you know, if you, Sasha went into a feud with Bianca, you know, and, and or a number one contendership, and for for Oscar's title, it would work. You know, that that's that's really something that I could that they could spin off to. So just, it's just, it's just a matter of being creative. I think that's the best way to go and I'm gonna go with that. Or else it's gonna be a breakdown and they're gonna they're gonna hate each other at
2: the end. I think that Bailey and Sasha would come apart and, and win. I don't believe in Shayna and Naya beating an established tag team. Um, right? Like these are the regardless of the mishaps between Sasha and Bailey. Right, they're they're legit best friends. This is Pam and Mercedes. You know what I mean? Like this is that's that's like this. There's no way a makeshift tag team, right? And I know we're talking kayfabe and uh-huh. storyline uh-huh. uh-huh. and uh-huh. shit uh-huh. like uh-huh. that. Like I don't think Shayna and Nia should win. I do believe that they should eke out a win, and it should continue the turmoil between Shayna and Nia, because that's the only way that those. Are, and and like you say, I know there's other women, but there's also other tag teams, right? We got the pre-show of of Riot Squad and Iconics. You know, I know Vince is high on Billy Kay. I'm mean, I'm sorry, I'm Peyton Royce. But to take Peyton Royce away from uh, from from the Iconics, would well, then do what? You know what I mean? Because I and I know I get it, right? We had Alexa and Nikki, you know, as tag team champs and go for the single titles, mm-hmm. but Alexa and Nikki ain't. Tag team, you know
3: what I mean, like. Yes. Yeah, so that's even, and here's the thing: with what i to say, and there's a lot going on right now. So if there's a shakeup soon, a lot of things can fluctuate, and and, and if they things fluctuate where Sasha's on one on one side and Bailey's on the other, and they got to split up, and over the time between now and the Royal Rumble, you turn Sasha babyface and she wins the Royal Rumble, and then she has to decide who she's gonna face for the women's championship, and Bailey's still holding that title, and she's like, you know what? I want that. That's how you book this thing. So that's long-term booking. In the meantime, you see, you have the option to separate them. But that is a thing you could do without having them feud yet. Separate them from the, the brand split. Have them work with some of these younger stars that are coming up the mix. And, I do feel... Yeah. as well.
2: Yeah, I, I think that works. Uh, and with my prediction, I would like them to be tag team champions, but separate. Right? I would okay. like for... Sasha and Bailey to be tag champs but separated by brands, but they still have to go by the rules of where they can go to different shows. So okay. I, I will I would like the I would still like two belts bailey or two two shots Dostra, <laughs> bailey to be a thing. Yeah. And I would like Sasha to be um not jealous or but Sasha hasn't held that SmackDown Women's Championship. That's the yeah. only thing that's keeping Sasha from a, being a Grand Slam. You
3: know, so that could be the story for WrestleMania. Be, yeah. You know, and I, I, I mean, they might have something other planned, but that's how I would tell it. As I know what what our our fan base would want. You know, and if Sasha won the Royal Rumble this year, we don't know if she won it last year. If they finally can catch up to times, put it on her this year as a baby face going against Bailey. If you saw the Untold and their their storytelling up until that match of the NXT Takeover uh, in Brooklyn, amazing. These these girls did a work of art that night. And if they can build up to a match at WrestleMania, they can pull it off again. I believe so. And it, and I think they deserve that moment, uh, given what they've done over this time. Um, they're two professionals. So definitely, that's how I would book it. But I hear you. Keeping the tiles on them does keep make the make. Give you more it gives you options as far as uh having you to use them both on each brand. Um going forward,
2: you know, uh, we got you know uh what 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 else during the week? I know we we bounced all over, but like we said, yeah. Um, you know, um Raw, we had Keith Lee, um the progression let's, of uh we had the progression of the MVP, um let's talk about- Her business stuff. You know, with uh Bobby, uh, Bobby now on Apollo Cruz is gonna be for the United States Championship, which is gonna yeah. be big. You know, like what well, what were you about to say? No, I was gonna say let's get into uh, a
3: book and black, uh, with Big E. But yeah, I mean, you know, were you getting into a match going on that
2: night? No, well, yeah, that's the match tonight. That by oh, Apo- okay. Apollo, and Apollo, Bobby and Bobby and Bobby Apollo, and Apollo, Apollo, Bobby and mm-hmm. Apollo for the. You know, I'm just saying that the, the week that I was bounced yeah. us around where a lot of things were, if there was storytelling, we could just go. But, you know, I'm just going out there rattling what happened. Like, I know, um, you you know, uh, like I, like you say, Booking Black with Big E. Big E got a match tonight with Sheamus. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, which I don't give a fuck about. The only thing I care about <laughs> is Big E's talking smack shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know... Um, that you know, that's another thing. You know, like, bro, it's a lot of black people on wrestling, bro. I mean, and yeah. and, and, and and WWE. We talk about Naya, we talk about Sasha. We got Apollo and Bobby. Uh, you know, Romans. Yeah, you know what I mean? We got yeah. we we got big E, You feel <laughs> me? Like you know, it's,
3: it's a lot of big stars, baby. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and I'm sorry to jump over your Apollo, uh, uh Bobby thing. I'm, I I'm I'm intrigued to see that match actually, and I and I, I want to see that blink up. I think Bobby might take it, but you know,
2: nah, Bobby, Bobby uh, gonna yeah. take
3: it. It's Bobby gonna take hurt, it. hurt business is <laughs> the business, nigga. You, uh, you feel uh, me? Yeah, man, I love the t-shirt, man. Um, <laughs> Bobby gonna take it, um, and yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes with the hurt business. I I actually like I like what they're doing with black wrestling, man. Like I keep saying every single week. When we're giving what we want, we got to not notice it and take a moment's applause exactly. and say thank you. Exactly. And I've been dealing with Bobby, uh, Apollo, MVP, Cedric, Ricochet. Shelton. Mustafa, Shelton. It's, I love it. I love that. And it's one of my favorite parts, parts of the show every week when I see these guys on there um, performing. So... Yeah. Man. And like you
2: say, that representation blee- matters.
3: That, and it's, been, that, it's been it's been authentic
2: too. You no, know, and that bleeds into like you were about to say, and I don't mean to step over you, but like representation matters, right? Big E, right? Big E, you know, he is our book in black for the weekend because we know and we see and we feel um and we understand the magnitude of a moment. Right, because nigga, we're the culture that's being impacted by the moment. You feel me? Yeah, so yeah. nobody else can tell us how that fucking feels or how that matters to us. We're the culture that's being impacted by the moment. Seeing Biggie get his time on a stick, uh, get his time um, to to tell his authentic story, and his voice, and and, and, and uh, uh, in his tone, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times you when you're produced and you got something and even with the the, 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 the credibility and and the, and the rope that you have per Girl. se, you still gotta say it a certain way when when, when during a certain time. Biggie is doing his best abilities right now because he saw like Kofi gave him the baton. You feel me? Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, and Big E's now in his 11th year running. And he's like, okay. Is it really? he's 11th year? 11, 11th year, bro. 11th, wow. 11th year in the business, he said. He said he'd been doing this uh-huh. 11 years, man. And so with that being said, um, seeing him being where he is going to be, Right? We say Keith is big money talk. And I didn't mean to compare last week Keith Lee to, to Big E. I just know when Keith Lee got that mic speaking on raw next to Randy Orton. He, big E has that. He never had the ability to get that. And that was the reason why I've gave uh-huh. Keith Lee the edge a little bit because yeah. Keith Lee had the ability to turn that on and off. Big E having that opportunity on talking smack, hopefully being able to transcend that into SmackDown, I think that will be able to put them on an even level, uh, an Absolutely. even playing field.
3: I actually I'm actually do care about Big E and Sheamus because I think that they, they work well together. Uh, um, I think that <clears throat> this is a good moment to give give uh, Big E a big victory over a former champion as a single uh, competitor. Uh, I think that moment and the moment last week that brought up conversations of white privilege, those two moments with Miz and... And that's why I said I like Miz on talking Smack. He, he's a provocateur. So he's gonna get people to talk about some shit. And Biggie took the opportunity to be authentic and vulnerable about how he felt each time. And that's what bonds you with somebody. I want to... And don't... I want that to be lost on people. That authenticity is what bonds people to characters and people. So that's why when... The Miz was on Talking Mac and had that authentic moment where he was pissed the fuck off that he was called a lazy wrestler with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that spurred across a moment where we're like, oh, we want to see this in the ring. You know, that brings that brings a level to, a level of uh, authenticity to your character because it's also it's also you a little bit. You know, so it's like okay, you know, and that bleeding of it is is what what makes us buy into matches this day and age. I guess you know, in some in some manner or form, Biggie tapped into that. He tapped into some passion in there, and, and um, I love it, man. He's hitting his pocket, and it seems like he's taking the reins to to, uh, to 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 make his his make his mark, his his own mark.
2: And I and I and I hear you when you say you know you are excited with Biggie and Sheamus because let's not put. Um, Sheamus in the box. Sheamus is one of the greatest singles competitors that WWE has had. Like yeah. he, he's also I think a Triple Crown and one Royal Rumble and King of the Ring and Money in the Bank. Like he literally has all of those accolades. So having Big E in the ring with him and and beating him will be a big thing. My only thing with that is that I know I've seen Big E and Sheamus. I know in the tag portion, so I've seen them work my only point was that knowing biggie's ascension i would like to see what his next level is because i know a lot of the internet right now is talking about oh you know um uh biggie and uh, uh biggie and roman reigns you know when 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 roman reigns wins it and, and and i know i was one of the people who had i think i said that a couple you know maybe a year or so ago uh-huh. um which as far as booking goes I think t- before we get there, Biggie has to get that briefcase off of Otis.
3: Oh, wow. Ah, man, how? That would be kind of cold. <laughs> well, okay, so
2: right, right now, I think right now, what I will book, this is what I will book, and that's why I wanted to wait. What I will book is Biggie's on this. Right? Heavy machinery is, is, is attached to him for some reason. Big E is on a singles run with no other Hey man, what you doing with that? What's your plan? What's your plans with that? That's how you
3: gonna pull up with him? Like,
2: yo, you, you gonna eat? yo, you gonna eat that other half of the sandwich, nigga? You feel me? Like, oh you saving that for later? Nah, nah, hold on. Let me I
3: take that for
2: you. I'm hungry right
3: now, my nigga. You feel me? <laughs> I think, honestly, how... Then, they would, why would okay, Totus would, would put that on the line, for one? What I would... You get what would this that is, this,
2: is, is, the this is what I'm saying. This is how I'm booking it. This is how I'm booking it. Right now, depending on who wins the triple threat, right? Like I said, if Roman wins it, I, I have, you know, the internet's talking about Roman Biggie. i I'm just saying how we get there. If Roman wins it and declares himself as a big dog, and if Biggie has been talking about how he thinks that he is offered opportunities, and we're talking about white privilege, I think Biggie would be like, hey man, if you respect me, I don't think I'll be in line for this opportunity unless I have that. What you doing with that opportunity? You got a plan for it? What you are you still in the tag team? Do you want tag team goal? Like what you and Tucky doing, nigga? Like, what I will want I will wanna have a conversation with that nigga. Yeah. And like, okay, in the spirit of competition, do you think you can beat me with your most prized possession on the line? Because I want what you got. Can you beat me for what you got?
3: And so I will have mean, the match. Keep it, and you, and it would keep it babyface. I would it keep it baby I afterwards. would keep
2: it babyface. Babyface shake hands afterwards, and then within what I would do, I would have Mandy turn Otis and Tucker as a heel tag team, because then Mandy would slap Otis. What would you do? I told you not to get in this match. You wasted our opportunity. Tucker would be like, "Man, I told you, man, we could have." And then that this Mandy would be sunny. And she would turn them into the smoking guns. That's me booking. That that's me going all over with it, man. Uh, She's she,
3: so M- Mandy's gonna give him the
2: edge. Mandy's gonna give him the edge after Tuck like uh-huh. Tucky was shaking. I mean, uh Otis was shaking with Big E after it. Big E like, I got the briefcase, I got the chance, look I got the chance. I
3: think that Manny should like dump him after he loses it. that will be fire too, nigga That'd be fire like, I'll too, with you That'd be fire too, money that'd, that'd be fire too nigga. You're Not money in the bank piece. that will be fire too, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> 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 you know. After that's, the, that's <laughs> the one right there. I know what book are own is now, but uh hey, that's what I want to see. But no, getting big that money in the bank briefcase is a is, is a is a thought. I don't know how you would do it, but hey. I think Big, Big e, Get to work.
2: <laughs> I think Big E having the money in the bank briefcase and him literally sniffing around Roman, sniffing around Drew, you know what I mean? I would even have Big E motherfucking pull up the NXT. And be like, nigga, this is home. Nigga. I would put everybody on notice with Big E with the briefcase, but ultimately Big E, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania.
3: I love it. I love it. I saw I saw a, a graphic of that um, on Facebook, and immediately I was like, yes. You know? And, and that would be... I, I, hey, I, I'm down with it. I'm down with it, man. You were saying this a year ago, and here we are. People are catching on.
2: Nigga, <laughs> yeah, what well, Jay-Z said, I'm so ahead of you, I'm about to pass you twice. You know what I mean? So, um, Outside of Big E and you know, Big E's movement... Uh, for for you know for you know on on SmackDown, you know finally we got Corbin and Riddle moving the fucking needle, having a match tonight too. Like like I like I like progression stories, right? So um, you know to kind of put a bow in on on Biggie. If Biggie is able to take the talk that he's been talking and walk it against Sheamus. I think the only next opportunity now is to put Big E on that Keith Lee type of trajectory when we saw the rock. Like we saw the bubbling. We saw the okay. boiling of the water. I think going into summer survivor series, heading into Royal Rumble, don't be surprised. If Big E doesn't win money in the bank, let me let me let me let me go ahead and cover all my bases. If Biggie doesn't win Money in the Bank, Biggie will win the Royal Rumble.
3: Hmm. I like it. I like it, man. Biggie winning the Royal Rumble would be epic, man. I couldn't think of anybody better. Sasha and Biggie. I'm booking it. Boom! So Sasha and Big, big E. Night, man. Big night.
2: Whoa. Black Lives yeah. Matter all over.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Okay. So we'll see how we can get there, man. Um, and I hope you all listen because you all be still on
2: all our other shit. So put that shit
3: together. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> you know? oh, man. But, uh, yeah, That's...
2: what else we got on the show? Um. Also, man, like I said, you know, um, Payback later on. We, we got them pretty much every other match. Outside of Dominic and Ray versus Seth and Murphy. Murphy, um, you know me. I've saw it once. I, I'm not really into it again. If you have, you know, you know, com- conversation.
3: Yeah. I'm not too much in, in, interested in that. Um, I'm not gonna be completely honest um, unless something happens. You know, I know. That, I know. Alistair pretty much is moving on to Kevin Owens. Uh, I don't want to oh, know like that, but I'm that should have been on this card. But I'll wait for that on on RAW. I can wait for that on yeah. RAW.
0: betterhelp.com slash save got it
1: um
3: but i'm Alister. i like i like the eye patch. looking like uh i don't know like uh the one-eyed samurai or something uh but yeah I'm if we can time. build
2: if we can build a bluff you between alistair and kevin to hell in the cell i would like that Ooh, i would Damn. like that i would like that i feel
3: bad because i'm like everybody he just, he just keep throwing kevin in these sell matches and you got to jump boy, of this boy, jump it's, it's what, it's what,
2: it, what he wants to do, nigga.
3: That's all, right, what it is. all right. All right, Kevin. I mean,
2: you, I mean... Listen, he did it for less, nigga, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? I know he... I can guarantee he did it for he less, it,
3: nigga. No, he did it, fucking true. Uh, but he's like... He, he, he's yeah. him, uh, he has that McFoley spirit in him, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I would like to see that. I mean, I'm not sure if that's going to be the case. they're going to reserve that for Randy Orton and somebody probably. That's the way I see they're going with it. Probably Randy or, and, and, and Drew or something. Or, I'm not sure, but I hope that we can pivot from down to that. But, yeah, I'm done with that. Or Seth. Or Seth and uh I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm
2: know, I, I want a similar – I mean, if – if Seth and Alistair are both healed, I don't know how that's going to work.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right. He's going to take his eye out.
2: Like, what the hell? I, well, I mean, you know, whatever. You know, G- Jesus did a lot of things to niggas that they retaliate on. <laughs> you feel me? So when it's the Messiah, you just got to take it.
3: You feel me? <laughs> All right. I hope they, I hope they get some, some closure on that <laughs> eventually. But we'll see. Uh, what else is on the card?
2: Um... Uh, that that was it. I was um, the Riddle of Corbin is the other only other match, and you know you know how I feel about that. Like, anything really? with Corbin, I'm a fast forward. It's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Riddle. you know,
3: that, that really that, that, you know I me. Mean? That's just where we at with
2: that. Um, yeah. Outside of you know, outside of the WWE umbrella, um, I know you didn't really see AEW. But I do want to, before we get out of here, shout out, uh, I'm, I'm not, we're not getting out of here, but before I lose track, do want to shout out Eddie Kingston. The, the I don't know what he's doing, uh, but whatever he's doing is good. And shout out to that t-shirt that he wore, because again, all lives don't matter until black lives do. So, you know what I mean? Keep, you know, uh, that, that was something I definitely wanted to, to shout out on, on the pod. In um, AEW, man, I'm I'm just gonna wait for September fifth. Um, everything I got, um, you know, I want to say and everything like that. It's only a couple of days. I'm just gonna hold off my opinions. I'm gonna hold off on my criticism. I'm just gonna hold off on everything and wait until that pay per view happens, and then yeah. I'll go ahead and see what, what we got going forward. So what I do want to yeah. say is, I am happy that Cody is not going to be on TV. Um, because he
3: don't need to be, you know what I mean. You keep saying that Cody don't need to be on TV, and you've been saying this for months. Hey, you should, you know, go run the company. But what I, what we fail to realize is that this is a venture with not just Cody at the helm. It's the the, the, the young books, Matt and Nick Jackson. They are also, ex, you know, executives of this company, and and we me, don't say that about him. Hold on, you
2: know? let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get this straight, though. Let me put this in perspective. Have we ever said that Cody was the best at anything when it comes to <laughs> wrestling? Because the conversation right now is the Young Bucks is the greatest tag team of all time, right? Of all time, right? That's the uh, conversation.
3: I'm not sure, maybe. The re- I mean, not for me. Maybe but I'm,
2: kind of, for again, me. I'm saying it's a conversation, nigga. I'm not asking you, I'm just saying. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because have we had a conversation about Cody being the best at anything, nigga? He's not the best roads in his family. He's not the best person in his... He's not the best looking person in his marriage. He's not the best owner in his company. Like, what is he the yeah, best uh, at, why nigga? Why
3: you hate Cody so
2: much? I don't, nigga, What's but we praise people? white mediocre all the time, nigga. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of white <laughs> mediocre and nepotism, nigga. Fuck it! (laughs) Fuck it, nigga! Fuck it! I'm tired! I'm sick of it! Oh
3: god! I'm sick of this shit, nigga. We praise
2: Cody because he's a runners. Okay? Uh Listen, Randy Keith Orton is the best Orton ever. He's the best Orton ever, right? Third generation. Andrade, he might be the best. Whatever his last name is ever, nigga. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson? You, you, Rocky? What are you kidding me? Nigga, listen, Charlotte, she's the best flair ever. You feel me? You see where I'm doing? You see what I'm going?
3: You see what I'm doing.
2: Nigga, Junior? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Yeah. I'll make Virgil ahead of that, nigga. You know what I'm
3: saying, nigga? Oh, Keep God. Oh, well, Bray Wyatt.
2: Shoot. I, yeah. You know what I mean? This is what I'm yeah. saying. So, listen. Listen. I hear you,
3: right? I think Cody's still on his path. And I think he's not like... I mean, you gotta understand. He's building a career. He's building a career.
2: I think... You know listen. The the the, the, the 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 contingencies of what Matt and Nick are to the business, to what Cody is to the business let me go and see what the titles is for aew like let me let me let me see let me see who they got as ceo right so cody is executive vice president matt and nick jackson are executive vice president kenny is executive vice president right that's what they have as their titles like that that is that is their titles right Now, with that being said, with the other three, Kenny and the Bucks are prime real estate as to what was considered an alternative for the WWE. Uh You feel me? Right? And this kind of bleeds into our business and logic conversation of what the Thunderdome is and who you spotted in there and shit like that. We're going to get to that Uh in, in, in just a second. But Kenny and the Bucks... Outside of the umbrella, were so powerful and so trans uh uh, uh That's okay. oh thank you thank you yeah. with with their talent that they were able to like they are still in quote unquote their prime of performing yeah. When Cody got let go, Cody got let go because when you have something for somebody, you keep them, correct? Right? Or, or if you just want your thumb on somebody, you keep them, right? If you think that person is an asset, you keep them, from what I understand. Uh-huh. Cody wasn't deemed or seen as that. And what I'm noticing is Cody is not an overachiever, but he achieves over right he meets it he right like over when we consider overachiever like we see somebody like who's not supposed to be there and stuff. listen cody deserves to be there cody cody's a great wrestler
3: uh-huh.
2: he's a great wrestler he ain't no name you feel me like yeah. he, he he's not kenny omega we ain't go to hot topics and buy a cody shirt ever we didn't go I to WWE I shop. I, I'm not gonna say.
3: Bro, I I'm
2: t- no. Dead. When I'm no. When I'm nigga. It
3: wasn't, in, wasn't in droves. It wasn't the peak.
2: Like, this is what I'm talking about. This is, I was, this is what I'm saying, nigga. When I'm saying your titles, who you, who you are, right? When Paul Levesque is wrestling spot matches with Brock Lesnar and Undertaker, nigga, it's time for you to hang it up. It's time for you to go. You you're not Triple H anymore. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you you're not hitting a role. You're not do you're like you're not doing that anymore. Uh-huh. Cody, I don't believe he did anything that nobody else could have done outside of his role as a wrestler, which meaning you took a spot as an EVP away from somebody. Listen, as an EVP, when you hire Matt, when you hire MJF and you have that feud with MJF, and y'all blow it off with MJF, MJF is supposed to be who Cody Rhodes was. MJF is supposed to have the entourage. MJF is supposed to be the, the TNT champion. MJF yeah. is supposed to put over and knock off those independent stars because uh-huh. he's the best in the world at the independent level at what he does. That uh-huh. is what an executive vice president is supposed to have as his lenses. Yeah, I feel you. That that's my problem um, with Cody. Gotcha. That's my problem with Cody.
3: Uh huh. And, and and I think that with time hopefully this can be uh, a transition to that. He, when you can take you can take a back seat to things and just it uh, be filling something, but take a back seat to things and uh, still get a different picture on the landscape of you know AEW as an EVP. Uh, and it's hard to balance that because when he when when you come from a place of being a wrestler, that's what you know. Triple H will Triple H just announced that he might he might not ever wrestle again, but he was in it for a long time past you know his heyday because he's the EVP. I mean he's a um, you know COO of um, NXT, and he still was. Wrestling and in WrestleMania main events, with, you know Batista, and I killed and I,
2: kill, and, I kill, and I killed that nigga as well. So what I'm saying is I'm consistent with it because okay. again, listen, you don't think Triple H and Batista <laughs> took a spot from somebody that deserved it at WrestleMania? No, I feel like you. Right? You yeah. know? Do you you you, yeah. you think you think do you think that Triple H pulling Sean back for a fucking match at Saudi was the match that we wanted Sean to come back for? No, fuck right up. or 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 Randy Orton in Triple H having that match in, in fucking Saudi. Like I remember Triple H being outside his prime, and me not giving a flying fuck. And that's Triple the fuck H, nigga. You think <laughs> Triple H? You think I'm a fuck about Cody Rhodes, nigga? Cody Stardust, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Go sit your ass down and run that fucking company, I bruh. That,
3: I think that if Cody Rhodes and this just like Lee, like Masahiro. If Cody Rose uses the American Nightmare properly, the gimmick, it could be a big thing. And and I think that him as a heel is his pocket. So hopefully one day we get to see that. I think he should take his time, do his thing right now, away from it, take take a backseat to things, but come back fresh. And yes, you're right. I think that everything that he's received, it would have been better to give him to MJF and have him as the um, heel undercard. If if
2: Cody had the vision... Cody should like I tell Jr. right right now, Jr. just just call it in the back, man. You feel me? Like I think everything Cody has a vision for. He cannot be that person because what he un- what he's not understanding is the heat that's needed for this character. He ain't the fucking character that's getting the heat. I'm coming at Cody Runnels, the fucking. Vice President. I'm not coming at Cody Rose the wrestler. Because I don't give a fuck about Cody Rose the wrestler. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference. You know what I mean? Like, he's taking the heat that's necessary for an MJ. Like, if MJF was doing this bit as as the Prince of Pro Wrestling... As the, the as, and, and, and as the yeah. champion that had the ring and had the title and had the entourage and he put Cody out and and, and he got on Anderson. Like, do you know the type of fucking substance that matters for the upbringing of your company? That's a foundation yeah. for your company.
3: Yeah. Cody, you're
2: not a foundation. You're a fucking owner.
3: Oh... Not get your perspective on it. When you're a new, when you're real when, shit.
2: when you're a new company, and we're talking about oh, it's a year, give them time, and listen. When TNA came out the box, nigga, when they came out with the six sided ring, I didn't see not one person I recognized. When I started seeing people I recognized, I turned the channel. The only person I stayed for Impact was Kurt. That was it. When a Christian, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Hulk Hogan, Sting, and all that other shit started happening, TNA ain't it ain't the alternative no more. It's where the old uh-huh. niggas go get collect the check. Uh-huh. And when AEW starts that path, right? When 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 Moxley is right, uh-huh. everybody's like, oh, Moxley is you know he just he's the longest reigning AEW champion. Bitches only been two champions.
3: <laughs> they only been a company a year. What the fuck? Yeah. What What? what, what, what are we talking about? Well, shout out to Moxley. He's PWI
2: wrestler of the year. Yeah, PWI um, top 500, which was, you know, and, 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 you know, I didn't want to shit on Moxley. I just wanted to know, you know, I know Moxley has had one of the greatest, possibly probably the biggest, greatest wrestling year um, within the last two decades. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, but with that being said, a lot of it was me. A lot of it was propped up in propaganda, and a lot of it was internet hype. Because if you go back <laughs> and you look at the ring work, when well, you go back and look at the matches, when well, you go back and look at the storyline, when well, you go back and look at what he's done, I mean, yeah, he won two championships in two different promotions. The U.S. championship matters just as much as it did before he won it, after he won it. Who who got it now? Okay, good, and that AEW championship that he won off of Jericho, thank fucking God, because if we had to do Le Champion one more fucking month, I would have never watched AEW again.
3: (laughs) Yo, you you gotta hand it to Moxie for one, it's hard work, you may not like his work, but he is a hard worker, man, I mean, he's flying from coast to coast. To coast over here to Japan, coming back doing gigs with AEW. Nigga, that's uh, why he's on a tear. That's NBA why his
2: Mercer won't thing. fucking heal up. Nigga, stop traveling. Sit your ass down, nigga. The staff infection almost fucking killed you.
3: <laughs> you care more about the um John Moxley or John uh more than he cares about himself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo, you like yo? Give him credit. He bounced state to state, nigga. That's probably why his shit damn near amputated his ass, nigga. Going from Japan to America.
3: Hey, the sacrifices, (laughs) bro. Nah, I can't. I gotta say, man. And he's. I think he deserves it. I think he deserves T.W.I. Number one, honestly. Yeah. And and it's about it's about who's the hardest working wrestling wrestler of the year. Who has you know, just went out there and put and performed at a high level not consistently. And I think that's that's the man. I think Adam Cole was up there too. Uh as he Yeah, that, Adam he Adam Adam was up.
2: number two. Adam was number two.
3: Okay. Yeah, um, so shout out to him.
2: Shout out to Moxie, you know, um, but you know, you know, wrapping up with what we was talking about with AEW, um, you brought up a conversation where you say, um earlier in the pre production, um Go, I'll let you go ahead. I'll let you I'll let you go ahead and bring it up. Go go ahead and bring up what you talked about. The Thunderdome, AW deflections. <laughs> go ahead and bring uh, that shit uh, up. Oh, no, no, nothing, nothing. Uh just Go ahead.
3: It's all good.
2: It's <laughs> all good. Bruh. Go ahead, man. So I don't know that
3: to transition at now. I'm way really too high to transition because I know that where to where I started with it, where I was trying to get to, was essentially: are we going to have any defections from AEW down the line? You know, and, and, and you that started because
2: WWE? Kenny Omega was in the Thunderdome. Nigga, that's a great. Yeah. I mean, it, you could have handled the transition a lot, but I mean, listen, you got a great profession in this kid. Work on it,
3: <laughs> all right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Now, Okay. laughs> I, I, I'm I, I'm just high right now and. Um, I took, I, honestly, when it comes down to it, I think that adds another layer to what I was saying about you know this being an ecosystem of wrestling fans and wrestling and wrestlers. Um, it's part of wrestling to have people defect and go to a different company. And we saw back in the day with the territories, then we saw with WCW and WWF and WWE, um, where people have exchanged wrestlers. You have you know, Vinny Vegas turned to Diesel. And then Diesel turned to Kevin Nash, you know, and him, he just hopped, you know, pretty much. And I think with AEW being on national TV and WWE being on national TV, I can't wait till down the line, hopefully, that we start to see some of that. And that brings an intrigue to the show. Because when you see a guy's path all the way through WCW lens, and then he comes to WWE and he's Y2J, it makes you look at him a certain different way. And I remember that moment. I remember when Booker T hopped out clear out and just... Beat up, the, beat up the rock, you know, and, you know, so when you put things together as far as, um, when you think you put things together as far as, you know, the ecosystem that is wrestling, are, I think we're in a good spot to see some of that. If, even if people come from Japan, you know, we saw EO do it, you know, and EO's a big star over here. We saw Kyrie Zayn do it, which now she's going back. Asuka, she's a yeah, star. You know, so, um, I, I just know there's more to come, and I'm excited for it, because I know that even with, you, you're building your own company, AEW, you're ground up. But there will be some stars down the line that I would like to see one day end up in NXT or end up in WWE and, and have some um, see what they would do with that production and, and vice versa, honestly.
2: I think when you talk about what we're talking about, I guess, right, so Kenny Omega was seen, spotted or screenshot or video. I don't know if it was real or not. Kenny was sh- shown in the Thunderdome. And why, I mean, why not? Watch wrestling, right? I tell niggas all the time, if you like it, watch it. If you got friends on it, watch it. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, like you say, if Kenny was in a real live crowd, it would make head waves, right? And why would it make head waves? Because it would be exactly what you're talking about. Is he leaving? Is he going? Is he staying, right? It's the same thing with Britt Baker, right? When Britt Baker comes to NXT events to see her boo, Adam Cole. Cameraman loves to find Brent Baker. You know what I mean? When it comes to AEW deflections to NXT or WWE or whatever the case may be, I don't think or see it as a big deal. And here's why. Um, I do feel like that whenever that time comes, whoever that big star is that goes from AEW to WWE will be the downfall of AEW. So... Ooh. And the speaking of Omega, right? Let's just say let's give AW five. Let's give let's give AEW five years, right? Omega is considered to he's the EVB of the company. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he's considered to be why people turned into AEW. If he decides to be like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna sell my stock shares and I'm just gonna, you know. Try my hand. That's it. If the Bucks go, you know what I, mean? I you know I know we talk about you know what private party or Lucha Bros, La Penta, Phoenix. Yeah, like those are big type stars that they AEW can't afford it. I, yeah. I don't I don't I think I think they would WCW. They're it and, and throw everything they can get from Turner as far as money. And keep them because once people start deflecting, it's over. Okay. I think it's over. I, th- I think that's 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 my logic with the business. If, if but what you know. I would
3: say though, what you can take from it though, is that even Kenny Omega's watching the product. If it if it was, you know, a stunt or whatever, I don't know, but he's watching the product. And even uh, that means you can do both. You know, you can you can watch AW, you can be in AW, you can be the EVP. Of F.A.W. And still watch wrestling. Wrestling in other companies and not say, hey. You know, it's it's wrestling. You love it. You know, you care about it. You you, can have your discussions or whatnot. But you're a fan of what you're a fan of at the end of the day.
2: Man. What a way to fucking end the show. You're a fan of what you're a fan of. A fan Uh, of a fan. Episode. (laughs) Episode 112. (laughs) Play up, play up, play <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, go ahead and enjoy the rest of your Sunday, bro. Thank y'all guys for tuning in and listening to us. We're gonna go listening. ahead and get this show put up before um our Payback. um So, um, yeah, man, we... peace. Uh, yo, now, um, I'm gonna I'm I'm name this show Payback as a Dog, a big dog. Well,
3: first part of the number, if it's 112, we gotta go. With you. <laughs> well, I
0: already know.
2: Oh, Oh, man, thank you guys, man, for listening. Shout out to my guy, Sheet, man. We are Reasonable Wrestling, the underground professional wrestling podcast. Peace out. Peace.
1: Give the gift of choice this season with multi-store cards at giftcards.com. With multi-store cards, treat them to dinner, movies, or shopping on one convenient card. Featuring all your favorites like Macy's, Alta, and Lululemon. It's a great gift card everyone will love. For last-minute gifting, choose the Happy Holidays or Holiday Favorites e-gift, delivered straight to their inbox. Purchase multi-store cards today at www.giftcards.com slash multi-store.